Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Welcome back yet again to the Mavs Outsiders podcast. I am one half of your hosting team, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. Joined as always by my man Maurice Williams at Mind of Reese, Mind of COVID right now, dealing with that Rona. <laughs> that's I, fucked up. Man. That's messed up. How you holding up, man? How you holding up? <laughs> uh, <Damn>. Yesterday. <laughs> Telling the story, right? I heard your lungs yesterday, were you. You know. <laughs> yesterday i was uh in the crib and i was like man i'm hungry it's hard to eat when you can't taste nothing mm. you, you don't even have an appetite for stuff so i was on doordash and i was like man it's a soul food spot around here i'm not expecting a soul food spot to be out you know out the county on aberdeen maryland so <laughs> so let me order from this soul food spot right i couldn't taste the chicken but i could tell it was bullshit but <laughs> The, the greens, the cornbread, and the mac and cheese looked like it was cool. And I'm eating this mac and cheese, and I'm like, bro, this mac and cheese is hitting. I know it is. I just can't tell. Like, I'm, I need to know. It, it's What is it? I mean, you know, lack of taste. Nothing. But what it, nothing. Like you just chewing. <laughs> nothing, bro. Nothing. There was one time. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. There was one time while I was eating that mac and cheese yesterday. I think it was like a a pocket area in my tongue that still had the taste buds. I was like, damn, I could taste something right there. I was like, I could taste like a corner of the mac and cheese. I was like, yo, if I could just hit that pocket every single time I chew my food, that'd be perfect. But I lost it, couldn't find it. Uh, yeah, I can't taste nothing. I could taste this haul that I got right now. It's like I taste it, kind of can't. But you know, okay. I think the, so, yeah, the, I like different part of your tongues taste different things. Tongues, tongue, mm-hmm. Cause, because you know humans only have one. Um, different right. parts no, of your meant. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna edit that out. I'm gonna, that was good. That was good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's rough, man. I can't, I can't smell anything, which doesn't hurt, you know. But that's wild. The taste, uh. The taste definitely, definitely messes with me. But, you know, um, when I put out the, when I said on Instagram that I had COVID, all the, all the people were like, oh, you know, you know, you're doing okay. I was like, all right, I appreciate it. I felt the love, you know. Uh, I'm not going to say what I want to say because, you know, what I, you know where I'm going with this. But I don't want to say what I want to say because of the podcast we're on right now. But, you know, you there were some it, other things I could have used, but. Yeah, I said it where it needs to be said, but I'm holding up, man. So, you know, for the people listening, if you're listening to this and I start sounding like I'm dying halfway through a conversation or something, I'm not really dying. I'm just, you know, it's a, it's, I'm, I'm simulating death. When I you know cough, it hurts. I, um, I hate it. Like, it does hurt? Sometimes, yeah. All right. <clears throat> like, when I laugh, I... I don't know if it's on my Instagram story, but I was laughing at a clip that I posted earlier. And uh, I was laughing and I was talking and I couldn't even get the fucking words out, bro. I had to cut the video off. like. I... <laughs> <laughs> so if I start laughing during this and it sounds like you need to cut the show short because I might not make it, it's okay. Trust me. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Follow me on uh, Twitter. At... <coughs> See? At Mindarese on Instagram. <laughs> At Minda Reese, you know, you know the vibes. Follow my uh, my COVID chronicles. I'm quarantined for seven more days. That's rough. That's rough. Um, so I have managed to avoid rough, avoid the Rona at all costs. My my whole family got it pretty much last year, but uh, yeah, I, I avoided it um, somehow. I don't I don't know. The Lord was protecting your boy. Um, I had asthma as a um, youth. So I didn't want to mess with it. I'm extra extra cautious. I was avoiding it. I was avoiding it. Uh, I was getting very lucky. But last, not last weekend, the weekend before last, I went to um, 
a spot in D.C. called Rose Bar with some friends. And I didn't know how packed it was. I went in there and I couldn't even do a 360 without bumping somebody. <laughs> and I thank God said, all right, now you're you testing my gangsta. I got to give it to you. you know? but, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I have been telling my friends I need a break from work for a while. And I'm the type of person I'm not just going to take a vacation or take a break. So I guess this is God's way of saying, here's your break. But damn, God, COVID. Like, <laughs> to be honest, you the, couldn't... Uh, the Instagram chronicles of that night, I mean, it looked pretty lit. So um, <laughs> I, I hope at least you got your enjoyment out of it while you were there. You left with a bug, but, you know, mm-hmm. it happens. It happens to the best of us. I um, left with a bug. <laughs> Dodge, you could have tore my ACL or something, bro. You ain't had to give me COVID, but, you know, it's what it is. I'm here. All right. You would be wearing, like, a Grim Reaper on I think your shirt. I'm gonna kinda, kinda, I mean, that, that happens, too. I think, who was it? It was, uh... Wow. What you mean? Which part are you wowed about? <laughs> I'm walking around that? with a Grim Reaper on my shirt. <laughs> I'm just saying. You warning people, stay away. I got it on me. <laughs> I got it on me. Oh man! Okay, That's, that was a good one. That was that a good silent one. but deadly. You said that happened to who? The um, silent but deadly. Yeah, I ain't silent over this motherfucker now. Nah, you, when you call, you gonna they gonna hear it. Um, man, I forgot what the Facts. hell we supposed to be talking about. Uh, what's going on? I was a, you was about to say something. I mentioned I think I'm losing weight. Oh yeah, I, I think it was was it Jokic that lost. It was a couple people that lost a bunch of weight. A couple players, like NBA players, I think Jokic lost a bunch of weight after he got COVID, um, and somebody on the Blazers lost like twenty five pounds or something like that. Uh, was it Nazir Little? I think it was Nazir Little, probably, because he he talked about like he he really struggled getting back from it. So <sighs> it's tough, and we already seeing. So Nazir it- got little. With that said, we're gonna move ahead uh, with the podcast. So we're gonna talk about the Mavs. <laughs> this is a Mavs podcast. Um, so yeah, welcome back again after we uh, chronicle uh, Reese Reese fighting this COVID um, <clears throat> off of work for ten days. It's tough, man. I'm trying to think. Like, if I had COVID, they probably would still expect me to work because I work from home. And yeah, you I, would. I feel like, I feel like that's not fair, almost. But you know, it is what it is. I thought you went into an office. I so what had happened was my old job told me come back in the office, but at the same time, like right after they said Michael come back to the office, the director and like somebody else was like, "Hey, there's this job you should apply for," and I was like, "Hmm." <clears throat> Let me look into that. It looks like it's remote. So the literally the first day that I had to go back to the office, I had the interview. And I got the job a couple weeks later. So I was in the office for less than a month. And I did not enjoy having a commute. I did not enjoy losing that two hours out of my day, having to get up, put actual clothes on, drive to the office, look at people, talk to people, pee, in a public restroom and then drive home at the end of a day. Nah. Okay. Nah. So when they offered the job, they said it was remote. The, the following Monday, they gave me a laptop and said goodbye. And I was like, this is what's up. This is where it's at. So I've been back in the crib. <clears throat> I'm embracing it too. Cause I got the, uh, I, I got more freedom at this, in this position. So, um, know the good part about not being able to taste anything. I just ate a honey hog and drank orange juice directly after. If I could taste something right now, it would be absolutely disgusting. <clears throat> that shit's so nasty it might bring my taste buds back. I was about to say, like you, you playing with playing with God right there, he might just make you taste it just for Attempting him so that's a that's a rough combination, but that's that's a weird symptom. <laughs> what 
what you just say? I have no idea. What you just say? Did you did you catch nah. it on on a delay? <clears throat> nah, nah. <clears throat> you said he might make you taste it. You know what? Not like, go ahead. Come on, go ahead. <laughs> These COVID symptoms are something else, man. You, you, I don't know what's going on. Let's get the show on the road. Let's talk about the Mavs. So about these Mavs, about these Mavs, there were several things that occurred this week. You know, going into Thursday, I was like, man, we don't have no topics to talk about. Basketball season really need to get back. And I actually was considering doing like a little bit of a preview type thing since this is the last episode we're doing before we get to the uh, camp opening on, on the 28th, right? No, camp opening. Yeah, camp opens on the 28th. Everybody's going, they're going to put the clips out, everybody in the gym running and everybody, oh, so, this is so great. And, the, you know, the little meetings after the practice. And, yeah, we're glad to have everybody in here. And blah, blah, all that good stuff. This is the last episode before that. So I was going to pitch a preview type scenario. But then a lot of things happened that need to be addressed. So first of all, Brad Townsend, as expected, scouring the HR department at the Dallas Mavericks and discovered that Haralabo Vargulis, I keep calling him Vargulis. I gotta stop. <laughs> I gotta stop calling him. Big Bob, Bob the Builder, Bob the Gambler. We ain't gotta call him shit now. Bob, the Bob dude, not though. He, Bobby uh, D. He is no longer employed with the Dallas Mavericks. So personally, something I expected and hoped to see, but nothing that I felt the need to really respond or care about. However, I am not the normal Dallas Maverick fan. (laughs) So there were a lot of responses to the the exit of Bob. And let me get that shit out of here. that's gonna sound weird on the podcast because ain't nobody know what the fuck I'm talking about. What the fuck? He sees some shit floating off to the side. Oh, balloon. Yeah. Uh, it was moving. It was bothering me because it kept coming out the corner. I was about to swing at it or something. I saw it. So, yeah, exactly. I was like, I saw it in the video. I was like, what the hell is that? A couple times. So I was like, <laughs> it's, instead of having something over my shoulder, I'm gonna just move that. And I will, you know what, keep it raw. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so a lot of people were, were upset with Bob or were happy celebrating that he was gone. I, you know, I threw it to the timeline to see what the reactions would be. A lot of people were very jubilant about this departure. It's another sign that, that things may be changing going forward, that Nico Harrison might actually be given the reins to the team to make decisions. Uh, there's already been some other signs of that. So again, I'm hoping that that's what's occurring. But Bob, Bob just couldn't go quiet. Bob had to tweet. No, nah, he couldn't. He was very shady. You got the tweets pulled up by chance? I do not have them pulled up by chance, but I can pull them up very quickly. All right, so Bob, Bob hopped on the Twitters. He doesn't tweet much. Yeah, so Bob hopped on the Twitters to voice his thoughts on his exit throw his shade at his ex, which lets you know that it's not just a formality that he's off the payroll and he's still buddies with Cuban. It sounds like the, that bridge is burned as well based on how he was acting. Uh, yeah, so the uh, first thing he tweeted after the news broke that he was no longer with the organization is, <clears throat> bear with me just in case I, you know, right. Uh, <laughs> I haven't commented since the season ended. Just for clarification, I asked to be let out of my contract, was denied. Since then, I've been waiting for my contract to expire. Grateful for the experience, learned a lot, and got the chance to work with some great people. Next tweet, you see uh, a fan or someone, a random tweeter, tweeted at him and asked, are you going to tweet about NBA again? He quote tweeted responded what crypto is that now uh that same day he tweeted can now innocently read articles on nba execs covertly scouting 
a top three draft prospect by staying in and out of the way hotels and skulking around in the shadows to not tip off other teams who also knew he was a consensus top three draft top three prospect. Can't put a price on that type of bliss. <laughs> the levels of pettiness in those last two tweets. <clears throat> Especially that last one. Your, your thoughts. Um, he can be as shady as he want. He's gone. I don't care. I'm happy he's gone. I don't. I mean, to be honest, after a while, I started to forget about him. I assumed he was already gone. Especially since we knew something about his contract expiring, and there were no talks, there were no negotiation tweets or news at all. So, I mean, I don't know who he is referring to in that last tweet. Sounds a lot like Donnie, but Donnie's not there anymore, so who gives a shit if he's being shady to Donnie? They can have a tweet battle for all I care. None of them work for my organization. <laughs> so, uh, good riddance, so long, uh, you know. That's the one thing in your future endeavors. Uh, I don't know what that means, but that too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's no longer with the Mavericks organization. I think the only person more happier than us is Luca right now. So, <sighs> Also, so, uh, to piggyback okay. off of what you said, I don't believe this is Nico getting the keys to the franchise because there's still a guy in the organization named Mark Cuban, so... So it's a step closer to that direction. Like if Mark Cuban is your only problem, that's better than Mark Cuban and a couple flunkies being in your way. <clears throat> so it's a so, pretty big problem in your way. I, I understand that, but it's a step closer towards. So in the, with the Bob thing, I expected as well that they were just going to let the contract expire. Um, this is just the announcement that it is officially expired. Um, right. And again, the whole Mark Cuban acting like he can't address things stuff was it's whatever. He didn't want to fire him. I think everybody realized that. And especially after he tweeted at Tim Cato and said, this is total bullshit. That's complete. That looks like an idiot. That's the part that's unnecessary. There's no need to even mm-hmm. comment on it. If you're not going to comment on it, don't comment on it. Don't pick and choose what to comment on. Right. So that, that part of it was w weird. For Tim Cato, I'm just saying. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> w so, for Tim Cato. So with the, the, the Rosas firing up in Minnesota, <clears throat> I believe one of the issues, or one of the things that was brought up when they were like unveiling all the scandalous details of what was going on, was that he wouldn't let, um, was it Gupta, talk to other teams uh, in the offseason. And then, like, um, was it, go ahead. I think, I think the main issue he was fired is because he had an affair with someone. I did see the affair. Within the... But my point with bringing that up is, I think it's a, like a co- competitive advantage to not allow you're like not fire employees at the beginning of the off season. Cause they have information that they could take to another team or something. Hmm. Okay. So that's, that so that sense. part of it is like, as far as not firing him and letting his contract expire, I get that. I can, I can get on board with that. And again, I'm fine with that. The annoying part was just that Mark Cuban halfway addressed it and then acted like he didn't want to address it later. Um, which made it controversy. If you don't, don't respond to it, then nobody gives a damn. So exactly. So that's that's the problem there. I'm glad he's gone. Um, the crypto tweet was definitely for Mark. Yes. And that let me know that the relationship is bad between those two. And the... It's total bullshit, though. The Luca tweet... It's total bullshit. The, the Luca tweet was like the, the skulking in hotels tweet. That mm-hmm. was for probably Mark and whoever else was involved in the front office at the time. But it also was for me because for the longest time, I had to listen to people talk about how brilliant Donnie was for, for drafting Luca. And it's like, 
that's not it. He was clearly right. right he was yeah. clearly right. an elite player. It's like, that's oh my the, god, the Pelicans drafted Zion Williamson. No fucking shit. Right. Like you don't get credit for having a top five pick and drafting a top the top talent available. It's not like you convinced Luca to sign here, my right. You you he didn't, didn't have a choice. You drafted. You didn't even draft him. You traded for him. But right, hmm. you didn't convince him out of the blue to sign with your team. You didn't find him as a hidden gem. Everybody <clears throat> knew him. Everybody was talking about him. He performed on the highest stage already in front of the world. So that was goofy. Acting like we we didn't know he was great is goofy. Uh, and, and that's pretty much what he's saying. Like, y'all got me hiding out in hotels to, to look at this dude. Like, everybody doesn't know he's a top pick. Like, should a team with the fifth pick not be looking at a guy who is going to go top five? <laughs> like, why do I have to hide? But anyway, so that part of it, that, that, that's fun. Bob is gone. Congratulations, Bob is gone. Um, I think was it McMahon also stated that Luca yells at everybody, so the idea of him yelling at Bob wasn't as big a deal as it was made out to be. Which I also believe. Uh, Luca, <coughs> Luca need to calm down then, because if I'm a man, you got me fucked up. <laughs> you try to keep your job, you gonna let you Luca yell. You right. <laughs> you right. You right. You right, Mister Luca, sir. I'm so sorry. I did not mean I to eat say, that. I ain't saying all that. He is a white man now. I ain't <laughs> <laughs> all right, too Let's far, not too go far. too far back in time, all right? Too far, yeah. too far. My bad, my bad. Um, so that's that's the Bob situation. What, what else did we have to talk? Oh, Mark Cuban. Speaking of Mark Cuban, we, we brought him mm-hmm. up. Nice segue, man. Nice segue. Right. So Mark Cuban did the little interview or whatever. And in the interview, the, the topic of KP and Luca getting along came up again. <clears throat> Which again is something he fanned the flames of, right? Talking about them getting into dust ups, and then tried to act like when we were the ones his mouth. acting like the fans were the ones that were overreacting. You didn't have to say it. You didn't have to to feed into it. Now you're mad that everybody's in a in a fervor. Shut the hell up. That's what you need to do. But you opened Thanks. your mouth. The question came back to you again because you opened your mouth, and now you're saying that their relationship is in good standing. Because they like each other's social media posts. Now, sound like some high school shit. Before we even address that directly, is there anybody that you follow on social media and you like their posts every now and then that you don't actually like? Well, I don't follow anyone I don't like personally. So I think that's a. On any social media, Facebook, nothing. They annoy me. But not to the point where I'm like, yeah, I don't like you. But if you want to use people that annoy me, like, ah, oh, you get on my fucking nerves. But if you got a nice post, I still like it. Right. I yeah. have a ton of those people on my social media accounts. Like That don't mean you don't fucking annoy me. 90% of the shit you do is annoying. But if you post something that, that is agreeable, that I like, I'm going to interact with it. So... <clears throat> it's chicks who annoying as hell on my goddamn Instagram. <laughs> but if they post a goddamn picture looking fine as hell with the yams out and the titties titty and sh- of course I'm a hit like, are you crazy? You know, I'm top. sorry, bad comparison. <laughs> bad comparison. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know what these dudes are into behind the scenes. But if if Luca posts a picture with his his dog and KP is like, what a cute picture of Luca and his dog and hits like, that's not an indication that they are buddies at all. To be honest, he may be only liking the picture for the dog. Exactly. Like unless Luke... it's chicks who I try to shoot my shot at, they post a picture with their boyfriend. I ain't liking the picture for their boyfriend. I'm liking the picture because you look good. I don't like that motherfucker. But you know, my bad. Another bad comparison. <laughs> I mean, you know, come on, man, fellas, y'all been there. Y'all been there. Y'all been there. Let, let, how about this one? I know y'all been here before, right? So it's a chick on your Facebook or your Instagram that you had your eye on for a while. And she posts a picture of her pregnant. You gonna like the picture out of courtesy. But deep down you know, I can't believe this chick out here having this baby. Deep down you know, come on now. Y'all ain't got to lie to Reese, I know. I know. 
Not the pregnancy photo. I just want you to know I delivered that line at the perfect time to catch and see if you would spit your water out, but it wasn't good enough. Nah, the cash doll. Cash doll did that to you the other day, did she? Nah, I forgot you mentioned that. Yeah, that was that, that was kind of crazy. If Mulatto posts that she pregnant. <laughs> it's going to be a, a problem. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Well, we gonna move Might away. play on Interstate 95, boy. We're going to move away from that. <laughs> for that side of it, but... To that point, first of all, Mark Cuban shut that up. Second of all, yes, that's a goofy ass statement to make for anybody. Third of all, it means absolutely nothing. And finally, KP and Luca to pretend that KP and Luca didn't have on court chemistry issues last year is goofy and stupid. They very clearly were not the same. We're not on the same page most of the time. And I, for the there was a point in time where I couldn't even tell if Luca would look at KP. Like even the passes were no look passes when he would throw it to KP. Like he just didn't want to look at that boy on the court. And KP was playing like he was trying to win Luca's heart back. And he was like, "Look, see, I did something good, Luca. Love me again." Oh that's 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 what I that's the the body chemistry and language that I saw between the two. Luca was like, "Man, make the damn shot." KP would make the shot and be like, see, I'm still, I can still hoop Luca. And Luca was like, yeah, keep doing it then. And he he never won a move. It's like when the uh it's like when I'm scared. When, <laughs> when your ex-girlfriend fucked up and she trying to get you back so she cooked for you. But you eat it because it's good food. You you ain't gonna not eat. Luca not gonna be happy because y'all playing the same basketball game. He trying to win just like you. But once all that shit over, it's still fuck you. I ain't fucking with you. So with that said, the, the, <laughs> I, was gonna say, I don't know what this road got, got you going on, but it's all right. Um, it's the COVID. But yeah, Luca, Luca. It's getting my creative juices flowing. Luca was not won over by whatever the hell KP was trying to do. KP not being stuck in the corner in the last few games of the playoffs definitely didn't help the situation. I do believe, and I said this on, I don't know if it was on my solo podcast or on this podcast, that Rick wasn't doing his job as a coach of even trying to fix that dynamic in that relationship, from what I could tell. It was on this podcast. I think we had a panel, and I can't remember if it was you. You and somebody else said that you don't think that that was Rick's job, I believe, or that Rick shouldn't have to do that. I remember that. Somebody said that Rick shouldn't mm-hmm. have to do that. And maybe he shouldn't, but <clears throat> that was part of my problem with Rick is that he's allowing his two best players to not get along on the court, to not have chemistry on the court. And that's not a formula for success. It's not a formula for keeping Luca happy. It's not a formula for keeping KP happy. It's not a formula when your two best players don't look at each other and acknowledge each other. It's not a good formula for team chemistry. So all that, well, we got to keep all these scrubs on the court for team chemistry. Is that to hide the the lack of chemistry between Luca and KP or what? Um, so no, I that think is, that's just bad management. And that's one thing I'm hoping that Jason Kidd is able to like. I don't I don't need him to fix Wolves. I don't need him to fix KP. I need him to change something about this team that allows Luca and KP to at least look like they like each other on the court. I don't care if they play tiddlywinks off the court. I just need them to look like they care about each other on the court. Okay. Did you hear the statement um, from Tim McMahon <clears throat> that came out this week which, at all? Which, which was? About um, uh, he believed KP is happy and comfortable with the organization now because of the coaching change, but he felt like uh, going into the offseason – uh, he wanted a trade because he didn't like Rick Carlisle, so to speak. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, but he didn't like Rick Carlisle. And now since there's a coaching change, he's happy to stay with the organization, I guess, to see how things work out. Yeah, I did. I definitely saw that. And like, it was it's not surprising. Like, I wouldn't be happy right. either yeah. with the way things were going. <clears throat> I would want a change of scenery as well. Like, And that's the thing. Like, I think people think I hate KP. I don't hate KP. I'm wearing his jersey tee right now. <laughs> I don't. I don't hate KP at all. I don't hate anything he did on the court. I, I don't hate his personality. I, I understand him and Luca are very different. I don't need them to be friends at all. 
would be he, nice though. It, that would be cool. It would be great, amazing. But like, I, I can't. I think it was a NBA TV had a documentary. Not even really a documentary. They did a little thing with Sean Kemp and Gary Payton, and they yelled at each other on the court all the time, publicly in front of people. Like they would be talking mad trash to each other. But it was a, there was a respect there to where they could do that. And they were being interviewed, talking about it, like, yeah, like, he would talk, Matt, he, like, if he felt like I wasn't doing what I needed to do, he would get on my ass about it, and vice versa. And that's how we pushed each other. That's a healthier right. relationship than what KP and Luca had last year. Yeah, but I'm also sure um, Sean Kemp and Gary Payton, while they were doing that, were still friends off the court. Yeah, and that's what I mean, like, yeah, they were homies enough to be able to do that. Right, but if, like, say me and you on the court, we on the same team, we don't like each other off the court, but you fuck up and I'm yelling at you, next thing you know, we probably throwing hands, because, Ex- like, exactly. motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. you can't talk to me like that. And but. that's that's why I feel like Luca was avoiding KP, mm-hmm. because he wants to yell at him, but he <clears> knows <throat> that that boy is not strong enough to take that, and the relationship ain't there. So rather than me talk shit about you to your face and cause us to get into this this altercation on the court, I'ma just not I'ma just channel it somewhere else. I think KP will beat his ass to be quite honest. Really? Yeah. You think KP got hands for real? Uh, I mean, yeah. I think he I think he beat Luca ass. Luca looked like one of those dudes who like talk a lot and get himself into a lot of fights he don't win. I can see that. Like loud to the point where he's like, he think his his yelling is gonna be enough. He's not expecting when them hands start flying. Like he don't expect to ever have to to back up his words with his hands. Yeah, 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 exactly. One of those dudes who got all the heart with no fight. Yeah, I'm, and I'm sure nobody has ever Did tried him like that. I caught okay. you at the end. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure nobody has ever tried him like that. Okay, yeah. yeah. KP we know has been trying, mm-hmm. so he he's a little bit more ready. Yeah, this footage, <laughs> I could, I could, I could see it. So, with that all established, I would like them to get to a point where they can argue <clears throat> on the court because your best player should be able to argue and disagree and push each other right back and forth. So, Jason Kidd has his hands Hold full. One another accountable. Right, Jason Kidd has his hands full. We will see. I'm. Again, I'm embracing the the era of change. I don't know what this team is going to look like. I don't know what these rotations going to look like. I don't know what KP going to look like. Maybe, maybe Jason Kidd won't even be the one to do it. He's not the only coach. You know, it could be one of the assistants. Maybe a Jared Dudley steps in, and it's like you know, hey, look, this is how. You know, we can build this uh, this relationship between you two to camaraderie. To... So who knows? Yeah. I'm just hoping it gets done. Yeah, I mean, and the, and that's the, another thing. Like, the staff is very experienced. Like, Rick Carlisle, great guy. He played in the league a very long time ago. A very long time ago. Like, we have two players joining our staff that are active or very recently active pro basketball players with Tolliver and uh, Jared Dudley. Dudley. And then kid not that long ago himself, like I'm, and all of them have been in multiple locker rooms. They've seen different dynamics between star players. There's probably things that they can diagnose between Luca and KP that they can bring to the table to say, Hey, this is how we fix this. Again, they don't have to hang out with each other. They don't. Them and their girls don't have to get together on the weekends. I don't need that. I just need them to respect and be able to push each other on the court and in practice without hands having to be thrown. Agreed. Hey, sometimes if hands got to be thrown for a relationship to grow, I'm all for it. That too. Put like the gloves they, on. Put the gloves they, on, go in the locker room. And I think, hey, man. One of the greatest hip-hop duos of this decade, YG and DJ Mustard, came up in the game together. They had to go back to the hood. <laughs> they, Hey, he talks about it. YG talked about it. They had to go back to the hood, throw hands with one another after, you know, a disagreement. 
get back to album mode, get back to working together. He ain't disclosed who won, who lost, because that don't matter. That stay between the homies. We ain't got to know who win, who lose between KP and Luca, KP. But, you know, let that stay between the locker room, guys. Y'all put the gloves on, knock it out real quick, and get back to hooping, man. That's all you got to do. And sometimes you need to get to that level of frustration with each other for the real thoughts and feelings to come out. Because if you can't even get to the point where you about to fight, mm-hmm. somebody don't care enough. Somebody don't care enough. Facts. So also, if, I saw your face when I said DJ Mustard and YG after saying one of the greatest hip hop duos of our decade. I was gonna let it slide. Don't be disrespectful. <laughs> I was gonna let it slide. Um, but yeah, so that that's all fun. That's that's great. That that's all Mavericks related topics. Now, <clears throat> again, thought we was gonna yeah. have a. Should we get into? What was you about to say? I'm going to let you go ahead. I was going to say, like, I thought it was going to be a cool day, cool podcast. But then ESPN had to drop their rankings of the top players. Do we want to, we forgetting something. What? Before we do this. The oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the ESPN dropped their rankings. <laughs> We're going to get into the controversy that that steered <laughs> right after this break. Week two of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up, because you don't want to miss this. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any week one game to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. I feel like you're about to rant on this uh, this ESPN ranking subject a little bit. So let's get into it. I'm waiting. So I, I haven't even looked at the rankings, I, honestly. I, I didn't I, look at all of them. I've just like, you know... <clears throat> Some have been discussed on Twitter, and I've seen it, but I don't really care to go and look. That's yeah, yeah. This it's not something that interests me at all, at all. So I got to preface this with that. Could not care less about what ESPN has to say about anything. To be quite honest, so I know <laughs> they put out the rankings, and I believe Luca came in at number four. Steph Curry came in at number five. And I've seen, I, I searched for Jokic. I saw somebody posted him at number 10. But then I saw somewhere else when I, I think I Googled it and they had him at number six. Harden, Harden was 10. Okay. So maybe that's what I heard. Um, I don't know where Jokic was. So the two people or groups of people, I should say, that I've seen that are the most upset by these rankings are Jokic people and Steph Curry fans. Warriors fans slash Steph Curry fans. I'm calling them Steph Curry fans. Unless I see the we okay. believe unless I see some we believe photos of you, you a Steph Curry fan. I'm not Warriors they had no fans. Trust me, most of them are Warriors fans. True Warriors fans? Touche. No, they. That's what I'm saying. Like if I if I don't see some we believe in there, some some Baron Davis, 
I'm not I'm not giving you credit for being a Warriors fan. That's how I feel about the situation. So yeah, you're right. <clears throat> and I, I'm speaking from like I have family members that are war that are Steph Curry fans. They claim to be Warriors fans, but they're Steph Curry fans. And it's it's a very um you know what? That's a whole nother topic. I'm going I'm to leave that alone right now. So these people are highly upset about the word, the place that their people finished. Jokic shouldn't be six. He the MVP, et cetera, and so forth. Steph is the most underrated player of all time because he's ranked fifth going into his year 33 season and the top 450 total players in the NBA. Steph is ranked fifth, most underrated player ever because of that. And that's, that's one thing to feel those waves. But then those people transition the conversation to Luca. How was Luca here? Why is Luca here? Do you have thoughts before I say um, anything? I think Warriors fans, uh, mainly or Steph fans, whatever you want to call them, have always been kind of annoying. They did this shit back when the Warriors and Cavs had their rivalry saying Steph was better than LeBron James. There are some people who believe that Steph is the best player in the NBA currently. I don't agree. I'm not even going to get into that. You know, that's not why we're here. That's not what we're talking about. But the fact that y'all are so butthurt. Yes, I said butthurt because that's how y'all that's how y'all are sounding when y'all tweet all year about how trash ESPN is. And oh, my God, how do these people have a job? Why does anybody take ESPN seriously? And as soon as ESPN puts out a ranking where Luca is fourth and Steph is fifth, so goddamn close together is damn near interchangeable like it doesn't even fucking matter. Y'all blow Y'all shits. Oh my God, Steph. You look how they disrespecting Steph by putting him top five. Look how they disrespecting Steph Curry. Oh my God, he's so underrated. After what he did last season, not make the playoffs. How is it that he's higher, that he's one spot below Luka Doncic? Y'all act like they put Steph Curry at fucking eighth. Eighth. He didn't fucking make the playoffs last year. I don't want to hear about injuries. A lot of people dealt with injuries. He had a chance to get into the playoffs and lost to the goddamn Grizzlies. When that game happened, I said, yo, I think the Grizzlies going to win. Motherfucker was like, boy, you crazy. Steph Curry and them light them boys up. You couldn't beat the goddamn Grizzlies. And that ain't even a knock against the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are a pretty good team. But if you got a team where your best player finished top three in MVP and you had another motherfucker finish top three in defensive player of the year and you don't make the playoffs, something don't sound right to me. Now, granted, I know you had Kelly Oubre, Andrew Wiggins. They had all these people. Cool. But you couldn't even lead them to the playoffs. All you had to do was get in, brother. All you had to do was get in. He's fifth. So fucking what? Who cares? Who cares? Is it because he's fifth? Is it because y'all don't like Luka? Everybody always says, oh, the league is trying to annoy Luka. They trying to... Bro, it's not like Luca is some dude who's not playing very well and they just throwing his name out there. The dude been dominating the league with no help. None. Okay, I'm not going to say none. Very little. Very little. Shout out to Boban. Shout out to Boban, Luca's best friend. The two best friends that anyone could have. Some people know that reference. But yes, y'all need to fucking relax. Get the dick out y'all booties, man. All right, come Not on that, sir. Come huh? On, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, get your panties out of a bunch, man. It's not that serious. It's not. Y'all, y'all, y'all giving me real bad white people wanting to be oppressed so bad vibes. When y'all talk about Steph Curry being underrated and him being disrespected, cut it out, bro. Like, please. If you think Steph Curry's the best player in the league, that's fine. Steph Curry's the top five player in the league right now, easily, bar none. His spot is solidified right now. But for Christ's sake, this is just a prediction list. If it, and I'm defending ESPN, bro. It's a prediction list. Who gives a shit? 
we don't listen to them anyway. But they're predicting, hey, going into this season, we think Luca will be fourth and Steph will be fifth. Okay. And y'all are like, oh, well, compared to the season, uh, Steph, Luca's season wasn't nearly as good as Steph's last season. So, you know, bop, bop, bop. Okay, well, one was in the playoffs and one wasn't. So who gives a shit? Now y'all want to talk about stats and, you know what? Go ahead, Bibbs. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, you, you, you covered most of it there. First of all, Steph finished fifth on this list. Top five player. Going into his year 33 season. The most important thing about this list is that it is a prediction of what is going to occur in the upcoming season. I see a lot of people making arguments about, oh, Luca's never done anything. He's never been out of the first round. None of that matters. This is a future prediction for the coming season. The future. Predict the future. Predict future. Not what, it, what not all oh, Steph is a multiple time MVP. None of that matters, my G. None of that matters for this. Stop using that for your argument for uh, why Luca shouldn't be ahead of Steph in these rankings. Stop. Did you watch the playoffs? Did you see what Luca was doing? That's my first question when you say, oh, he's been, he hasn't been out of the first round. Is it because he shrunk in the playoffs? Did he disappear? Did he not perform? No, he's putting up Michael Jordan numbers in the playoffs. Michael Jordan numbers. That's the only person you can compare his playoff numbers to. Averaging damn near 40 points a game. 10, point, 10 rebounds, 10 assists almost. Come on. What more could he possibly do? He pushed the Clippers in both years to six and seven games. Dolo, who the fuck is helping him? KP got hurt last time. KP got put in the corner this time. He might as well have been hurt. Tim Hardaway Jr. disappeared in the last few games of this series. Who is helping? Boban had to play 30 minutes a game in the last few games. Who is helping him? The Clippers were supposed to be a finals team both times. Luka had them boys fighting for their lives. Two of the best defenders in the league. Luca had them boys fighting for their lives. Ka- Kawhi was playing out of his mind to keep to hold Luca off. And y'all talking about Luca is overrated. Overrated by who? By what standard are you measuring him against? I am not a Luca stand. I'm the first one to talk shit about Luca when he messes up, which he does often. I'm the first one to call him out. I'm the first one to call out Maz fans for slurping him so hard on the timeline. And that's not even an analogy. That's legit. Like, they be <laughs> his top. I told them to get the dicks out their booty, and you talk about you, I, I, I'm using innuendo. Okay. You said, you was straight up said it. You straight up said they slurping. You said that's not even an analogy, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the the old school songs where they would talk about things in an abstract manner nah, versus uh-uh. now where they just straight up say it. That's what that's the difference between the, the, nah, the delivery brother. of what. Nah. Anyway, anyway, back to the topic. Mm-hmm. Back to the topic. I'm the... I actually forgot it. <laughs> My bad. So the first... <laughs> couldn't help myself. I said it in my head. I held it inside, though. Um, But back to the topic. I am not a Lucas stand at all. But to to act like it is so egregious to have him in the top five is ridiculous and annoying. Like, again, I don't give a damn about these rankings. I don't care what ESPN has to say or anything. I'm just confused. I'm not even going to say confused. I am annoyed by the fact that these players that that teams or whoever feels like they're not getting the love they deserve, that Luca becomes the target for that, for you being upset. Luca hasn't done shit. Luca's minding his business, playing Fortnite and hooping. That's all he's doing. 
He don't care about this list. He probably hasn't even looked about it. If he knows about it, it's because somebody told him. He doesn't give a damn. Okay. Giannis just said the other day he's not the greatest player in the league. Luca's one of the people people he named as being better than him. We know that's bullshit. But that's if if Giannis formed his lips to say Luca in that in that list, in that tier, in that upper echelon of players, it's not because somebody told him to say that. That's his thoughts. When Patrick Beverly says that Luca was the hardest player for him to guard last year, that's not because somebody put an agenda book in his in his uh, locker and said you got to say these things about Luca. When LeBron talks, he said it with no hesitation. Yeah, like he didn't think nothing. Because he know if he'd have said anybody else, we'd have been on his ass. We watched the playoffs, brother. <laughs> LeBron brings up Luca when talking about some of the greatest players that are in the league right now and having next, like. How big do y'all think the agenda is? Like the people that talk about this this Luca agenda to, to push Luca to the forefront, y'all sound and I don't even care how controversial this is for this podcast. I, I'm thinking know, the same thing. Know, Go ahead, say I it. know a lot of y'all are probably on the other side of the fence, but you sound like an anti-vaxxer. Oh no, that's not what I was thinking. Not anti-vax. <laughs> not anti-vax for the, to the point of just saying the vaccine is wrong, but to say that there's a global conspiracy to get people to 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 not to take this vaccine because they wanna they wanna put chips in your blood and all that bullshit. That's how you sound. Thinking the same thing. I was That's gonna say y'all sound like the people who swear it's a gay agenda just because gay people are represented I on I the media. I wasn't touching that at all. Hey, shit, I don't care. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna go no deeper than that. I ain't going no deeper than that. Not on, <laughs> not on this podcast. But. Uh... <clears throat> But that's how it sounds to me. It sounds like like you're going out of your way to ignore the facts. Mm-hmm. You're going, you're just finding whatever reason to hate on a player who has done nothing but hoop and proven nothing but is, being great. I think this is the one time where I have to get close to the mic this episode. So uh don't want to get any Rona on the mic, but you know. I mean uh, I don't know how pause lives on the surface. Uh Y'all only think there's a Luca agenda because Luca is white. Mm. If Luca was black, y'all would just accept how hard. Wait, wait, Paul. No, 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 no. If Luca was black, y'all would just accept how dope he was as a player and move on. But since he white, he just can't be as great as y'all say he is or that he's proven to be. Carry on. And it feels like, <clears throat> and you can say, you know, Luca was pushed to the forefront too early. Fine. Mm-hmm. But he's performing now. I, LeBron was pushed to the forefront too quick. But when the dude is performing, what? there's nothing else to say. The argument has been reduced to he hasn't gotten out of the first round. We're talking about a third-year player who has pushed legendary players to the brink. Twice. They tried to make DeAndre Ayton a top five center in the NBA last year during the playoffs alone. And y'all was okay with it. Right. And then he showed y'all why he wasn't. It and that and you're hundred percent correct. It's because he's white, it's because he's European. For whatever reason, people want to to latch on to him being overrated. The yoke, the people that were talking about how how Jokic was too low, and to using that to bring up Luca, they're using that as a cover for hating on Luca. Yeah, because y'all was the same ones that said Jokic shouldn't be MVP last year. I remember exactly. It's the same, but y'all using that as a cover because it, it gives you. It, it's like when Fox News brings on a black person to say black people are bad. All right, right. We know it, what kind it, of black person they bringing on. It, it, it it's the same thing. You're using a cover, but. <laughs> it, it's it's annoying. It's it's I don't get it. I find it amusing um that y'all go out of your way. And I, I did I did I did solve it though. I did figure out why Luca is the target for all this. On top of on top of the obvious. I did get a Steph person to call out LeBron being ranked so high. Luca is the target for these rankings being bad because Though I know that these rankings are a future projection and whatever you've done in your past should not matter if we're talking about a future projection, those people that are hating on Luca are also bringing legacy into the equation 
And so it's easier to talk about Luca being ranked too high because he doesn't have that, that legacy of NBA W's versus saying LeBron is too high because he's second greatest player of all time, solid second greatest player of all time. So rather than saying LeBron should be lower, you go after Luca when Luca should be ahead of LeBron, in my opinion. LeBron is old, <laughs> people. That's that's not a secret. Old Let's man Bron. The only reason we still giving LeBron top three in the league right now is because his name is LeBron. His team finished sixth in the West. Seventh, actually. It was they was a three way tie, right? Well, they 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 were really hurt, but three. and why were they hurt? Because they old. Yeah, that's true. And that that should cut that factors Still made into the playoffs. The, so Steph didn't. That factors into the equation. So, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm looking at that list, if I'm a Steph fan, if I'm a Jokic fan, I'm I, I'm not attacking Luca off the the rip for a future projection. I'm not not attacking no. you for saying the 22 year old who was a top six MVP candidate, first team All NBA for the second team second year in a row for projecting that he's going to take a step forward. I'm not going to knock you for that. What I'm going to knock you for is saying that the 37-year-old dude who fell apart last year and couldn't do anything in the playoffs is is still a top two, three player. That's what I'm going to go after. Personally, again, I don't give a damn about these rankings. But if I was going to attack somebody for being ranked too high, it would be LeBron. But y'all, y'all are putting legacy into the equation, and that's the problem. You feel like this is a coronation for Luca. It's just a random ass list. They're not getting no plaques. They're not getting no money. It's just a random list. Matter of fact, fan of the show, Kirk Henderson. Henderson. Kirk Henderson. Explain how the list was made. I didn't know this, but apparently he worked for ESPN some years ago. And for whatever oh, well, reason, he still gets a lot of emails. And this was one of those emails that he got where they basically send you, uh, and I don't know if you've done these type of tests or quizzes before, they show you two pictures of two things and you pick which one is better. And you just do that over and over and over. That's how this list was made. ESPN employees got an email where they show two players. That makes a lot of sense. And you pick which one you like more than the next one. Over and over and over until they decide who your number one is and so on and so forth. Now, I don't know how many players were in, in this because they did 100 players, right? That's it's a lot, a, yeah. It's a long-ass quiz. I don't know if I could have committed to that. I ain't um, doing that shit. With no credit coming my way. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to do the GOAT series. Plug. But that's I'm, I'm getting all the credit for the GOAT series. Like, my name is attached to that. Like, Kirk's not getting no credit for this, this list. And if he's getting exactly. that email, he hasn't been employed with them for eight years. Who else got this email? And who might have an agenda? Oh, did I say that word? Done. Done. <laughs> done. So here's how I feel about the Luca agenda when we bring it up. I'm going to cover it real quick. So I know you, uh, you probably got used to hearing bibs for a while on this ad, but, uh, I'm going to take over the reins again uh, to tell you a bit about our ad, our sponsor, Anchor. Uh, Back in 2020, during the pandemic, I finally took the opportunity to start my own podcast. The only issue was I had no idea where to start. Um, I didn't have any podcast equipment, uh, no camera, no microphone, you know, uh, any things that you see in a studio but what i did have was my cell phone and that's why i discovered the anchor app anchor is the perfect app for new podcasters for beginning podcasters for people to start their very own podcast anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer like i mentioned When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast through other platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. So it's doing most of the work for you. All you have to do is hit play, press record, and get your work out there to the world. 
It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And the best thing of all, Anchor is totally free. And on top of it being free, you can acquire your own sponsors like the ad I'm doing right now through Anchor. So you have an app for free that you can possibly make money off of. Seems like a fantastic deal to me. If you're interested in starting your own podcast with the Anchor app, make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Tell them Reese sent you. So as I was about to say about the Luca agenda before the the overseers came down and shut it down, uh, (laughs) these media companies know how to get under your skin, how to get y'all talking. So who's to say that Luca didn't come out in the rankings number seven or number eight or whatever, whatever number makes y'all comfortable. We've seen a white boy. I'm sorry. We've seen Luca. Uh, whatever number makes y'all comfortable. Maybe he did come in there and somebody at ESPN said, bump it up. We'll move him to six. Nah, nah, bump it up a little bit more. Put him ahead of Steph. <laughs> and then hit send on that, on that, on that ranking. Who's to say that didn't happen? Maybe it did. Probably wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me at all. And y'all ate that shit up. And to what end? You spent your whole day, two days, three days online arguing about some lists that don't mean a damn thing. Shout out to ESPN. That's, That's how the game is run these days. Put out a hot take, true or not true. And let the people carry the rest of the conversation. Get everybody clicking on your link to see what the rankings look like. It's not how I play the game, but... Mission accomplished. The game is the game. It is what it is. And that's really all I had. This is... It's like a 45-minute podcast that took two hours to make. Which is... (laughs) Facts. Um, Facts. I'm sure it's gonna Shit's be fun. Sad. It's gonna be fun to edit. I'm sure. Um, Sorry. Anything we need to discuss as we go out? Uh, I think our next podcast we'll be doing. There will be photos from training camp and stuff. So we mm-hmm. may have a move on the horizon by then. Even. I can't wait till that photo drops of KP and Luca dapping each other up and Mavs Twitter going crazy. <laughs> look, guys, they're beside each other in the photos. Look, look, guys. <laughs> Everything's fixed. Oh, my God, they're best friends. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's get the fuck out of here. All right, um, <laughs> before we get out of here, uh, Reese, I wish you well, my brother. I'll the Rona is behind you soon. Hope to see that tweet saying that you tasted something. Pause. <laughs> Come on. Come on, man. Tasted some food. You know what I mean? And um, everything's good. Um, but I'm not going to marry myself to this date, but I'm going to try to start releasing the GOAT series this coming week. I'm going to try to drop them on Wednesdays. And again, I'm doing a top 75. My goal is to have it out by the time the season starts completely, the whole list. I'm going to break it down by eras. As I said, if the, the league's history breaks down neatly in the five eras, Mikan, Bill Russell, Kareem, Jordan, LeBron. Barely any overlap. I think the only overlap is between Jordan and Kareem. And there's like a small gap where Jordan was so like when does the when does the LeBron era start? Two thousand three. A bit of a gap. Two thousand three. Ain't no gap. Okay. The year he drafted was the last year Michael Jordan played. And so Michael Jordan was the, out of the league. He was retired. I'm counting that as Jordan era still. I'm not gonna give okay. Tim Tim Duncan or Kobe an era for like two or three years. Okay. So during that I mean, time I wouldn't say it was LeBron errors till two thousand ten, but you know, whatever. Hey, he got to the finals of two thousand seven. It was his era. 
we were just, we was all they was other people just was winning in it at that time. Okay. Um, yeah, <clears throat> so and the reason I base it on those five is because they're all top top five. Yeah. The top five, I believe. Uh-huh. No, top six, top six. Okay. I think Mike and came in at six or seven. I, I don't remember, but I'm tweaking the formula. I'm tweaking the formula, which should favor point guard types, traditional point guard types a little bit more. Um, they all ended up in the 50s last time. It looked weird to me, and I feel like that was a formulaic error on my part. So I'm going to try to fix that. We'll see how it comes out. Uh, active players are going to be moving around. Steph, I think, came in upper 20s last time. I know for sure he's jumping into the top 20. Um, Dame was in the 60s last time. I'm sure he's going to climb a little bit. KD was in the teens. Can he move? LeBron was a very close number two behind Jordan. Did he move to number one? I don't want to see that, but hey. And this tweak to the formula could help him also. So um, it's going to be interesting. I'm excited to get into it. I'm excited to dig into it again. If you have any players that you want to make sure are included in my my formula, that I make sure I punch in their, their career accolades and stats and all that good stuff, at me, DM me, whatever. I'll make sure I get that player included. Doesn't mean they're going to make the 75, but I will make sure that I will consider them for uh, inclusion in the 75. But other than that, I think that's really all we got. I think uh, we've been trying to get Preston at Preston Otison on the, on the uh, pile for a minute now. Yeah. For a very specific reason. To, we got to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> this yeah. This we got, this. we got to understand his beef with captain America, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get to the bottom of it. I'm not. I refuse to discuss it with him on the timeline or in the DMs. I need it in audio form. Yeah. So we're, we're gonna make that happen. We're also gonna try to do at least one more panel before Can't the season it. starts. And I have something I'm actually gonna pitch to Reese off air that I that I want to do as well. So we'll see how that goes. And it looks like Reese might be frozen. I don't care. I'm getting up out of here. This is the end of this. Peace.